0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Positive Cast. We're trademarking that. Cease and desist all people who, who use the word positive cast. That's how we like to keep it here on this podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to send it over quickly. We're going to go back in time. We got a, we got a lot of stuff we want to talk about today. We have an interview with Paco Gonzalez himself, hashtag push Paco, that Chris uh, performed before... AEW Seize the Day in LaSalle, Illinois, which I believe was on 10 7, October 7th. So we're going to shoot over to that interview really quick with Paco. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Seize the Day because Chris attended. I could not. We're going to talk a little bit about Hell in the Cell, but a majority of this podcast is going to be previewing the Jim Lyman Memorial, second uh, ever, second annual, I guess you could say, Jim Lyman Memorial tournaments. Uh, so really quickly, here's Paco and Chris talking before AEW Seize the Day.
1: All right, we're sitting here with Paco Gonzalez. How's it going, Paco? Good. How about you? Good. Good. Thanks for coming on. Welcome onto the pod. Two yeah. Two heels in no. a face.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for all the support too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. It's, uh, push,
1: hashtag push Paco. <laughs> um, so we are at Knights uh, of Columbus, yeah, Knights right? Knights of Columbus. Yeah. In LaSalle, Illinois. AWC's seize, seize the day. Uh, is
2: that seize the name? It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're huge fans, obviously. Uh, hashtag push Paco. We've been trying to get that over. Bro, so you were in a match tonight, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, what's, what's going on so tonight?
2: Yeah, so the uh, match I'm in is uh, me and Ace Perry. We're teaming up, and we're going against... Not the first time you guys no, team, right? No, we, we teamed here at LaSalle uh, a couple months now. It's been about four yeah. or five shows, I want to say. Maybe a little less, but, yep, uh, it's us versus uh, of Braxton and Cody Rice for, and... Uh, Stephen Wolfe and Trey Miguel in a ladder match. In a and ladder that, yeah. match, that should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, this is my first ladder match actually. So, oh okay. Um, yeah, i you know this whole this is a whole new world to me. But you know what, I'm gonna give it my shot. <laughs> so we, we hear that there's gonna be a, a briefcase or or
1: something yeah, hanging, from up hanging there. They're actually
2: hanging something too. So you know it's gonna be a legit ladder match. You're gonna have to climb up and get that contract, and the winner gets the uh, number one contenders against uh, the tag team champions, whoever that would be after tonight, mm. I guess.
1: All right, that's what's up. So good luck with that. Thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll see the outcomes later tonight. Mm-hmm. So the, one of the first things that we ask our ask our guests on uh, this podcast is, what do you love about wrestling?
2: I what I love about wrestling is honestly the fans. Like just like how like you know looking at it from a fans perspective, I looked up as these wrestlers and just these larger in life people, and you know. We You hear it all the time without the fans, like, you know, this, right. we don't get to do this. And it's the truest thing in the world, like, just how, like, from day one, you know, they, like, just kind of taken me in and, you know, just loved me from the beginning. And it's just, it's a, such a cool feeling to, like, go out there and know, like, that you have these people behind you and something that you can't really even describe.
1: Right, because, you, you know, we always talk about, you know, and that's how we, you know, started, you know, like, noticing Paco mm-hmm. and, and hashtag push Paco. <laughs> uh because we noticed like the 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 crowd like embraces you as soon as you come through that curtain yeah and like, you get a pop and it's like it's one of the
2: loudest pops of the night and yeah i, I can't express like how much i like i appreciate that so much just cuz it's, it's something that like, i've i've wanted to do for so long and to hear the fans reaction like that it means the world to me
1: and uh and it's well known that you've been trained by Elgin mm-hmm. Mike Elgin how's what's that been like what was it's that experience awesome. like it's, how did you end up with, you know, uh so anyway?
2: yeah i I literally found out like i saw a little uh someone retweeted i don't even know who retweeted but i saw mm-hmm. like the little uh graphic for it saying like uh elgin starting up at school and i it's in st louis and looked it up it's only 30 minutes from where i'm from i live right out of st louis okay so uh i had had previous training actually before that with um uh, Mustafa Ali. Okay. He, here, when he had a school here in Chicago and I trained with him for about a year until he stopped like kind of wrestling for a little bit. And then I kind of had like a whole year off. Uh, so I, uh, once I was able to find Elgin school, it was just like, yes, so, like I'm signing up for it just cause you know, I never really completed training with Ali. So there was always just, I wanted more of it. And when Elgin school came up, it was probably the greatest thing I could have done for my career. Like it is He's such an amazing trainer. Like, I still learn from him every day. Like, yeah. you know, like, we're on the drive here, we drove up together. I'm learning things that, you know, I didn't even think I could maybe even still learn from him. It's the knowledge he has on wrestling is just unbelievable.
1: Yeah, and how's uh, the wrestling scene over in St. Louis? He's it's gotten, running it's uh, gotten,
2: Yeah, it's gotten better. Like, mm-hmm. he's determined to make it into something, like, cool again, honestly. Like, with Glory Pro, yeah, yeah, I'm sure Glory you've Pro. heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he puts his heart and soul into that and, you know. He works his butt off to make sure yeah. that things can succeed. And he's turning it into something that, like, I, like, like even when he was talking about starting off, like, he would tell us about it. And we were like, you know, we didn't even think, like, you know, that yeah. this would actually happen. Yeah. And, and he proved us wrong. That's for sure.
1: So uh, two-parter question here. So how long have you been wrestling? And then how long have you been wrestling
2: for AEW? Because this is where I first got to see you. Yeah, so it's about, about three and a half years I'm going on wrestling mm-hmm. now. And for AW, like, full time, like, I guess I had a little run with them. Like, when I first started, like, I was wearing these crappy baggy shorts. Like, (laughs) I don't even know Uh how they booked me with wearing those. But um, I had a little run with them there for a little bit. And then, like, it kind of just faded off a Mm -hmm. little bit, I guess. Uh, And then December of last year. Is when like uh, I came, they put me in a f- four-way match, and then they started using me full time after that. So okay. I've going about a year now, full time here.
1: Okay, okay, because I remember I think it was in what, 2015. Uh, my first AEW show was uh, in Berwyn, and you wrestled against uh, Silas Young. Oh yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, and and that th- that's one of the matches that I keep also like seeing some highlights here mm-hmm. and there, some yep. gifs and stuff. So yeah, that was a yeah. really
2: funny fair match. Silas is an awesome guy. So yeah, that was like any
1: any uh, favorite or most memorable matches of yours that you can think of that um, you enjoy the most.
2: uh, Definitely the one I recently just had with Danny Adams at Glory Pro back in July. That uh, that was just that the reason that was so cool is just because like it was the first time like I had like a storyline built into like a match and like this match was it coming to a head finally into like the
1: big payoff yeah and the crowds
2: mm-hmm. react like the crowd's investment really mm-hmm. i should say how they were just invested from the moment we walked out to the ring to like the bell to the spots in between to the finish and it was such a probably coolest feeling i've had and so
1: that, so you talked about uh you know the baggy shorts when you first started <laughs> now you're a regular here at
2: AEW. Yeah.
1: When do we get to see some Paco merch? Or haven't I, I have not coming. seen any Paco I, merch. Yeah,
2: it's, I have a design made for a t-shirt. I just have to get them made. They are coming. I promise. I promise. All right.
1: We'll keep an eye on that. Yes. Um, all right, bro. Well, thank you. I don't want to take much of your time. I know no. you got to get, gotta get ready for, for your ladder match. Yep. Uh, good luck. Um, any last minute plugs that you want to get uh, in where people know, can just, find you? Uh, yeah, you? you can
2: find me uh, on Twitter at PacoX621. Instagram, same thing uh definitely be sure to check out the glory pro show coming up october 15th it's gonna be me myself uh yeah you're gonna wrestle, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wrestle myself uh, me kurt Zalian and uh mark haskins nice so that's gonna be a fun one
1: and what's the date on that again
2: october 15th october so 15th. next week yeah all right next for Sunday. sure
1: all right all right thank you thank you so, we are back. We're back. We're back. That was a very quick interview. We didn't have uh, a whole lot of time. Obviously, it was right before Paco's match. And as we heard, it was his first uh, ladder match. Uh, we can get into the card, and uh, and we could let you know how things went. Are you ready, Charlie?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I could not make this show. I was, where was I? I was working. I had a we work working. event.
1: Mm-hmm. It didn't get
0: rained out? Uh, it did Basically, like around three or four p.m. Yeah, it kind of got rained out. I was I was an hour north of here, though. I was well, not an hour. Oh no, yeah, of my place. I was yeah. in Vernon Hills. Okay, Illinois.
1: That's nowhere near Lasalle. Like, is it the opposite way?
0: It's north. Or? Lasalle is uh, is west right southwest southwest yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this is north okay so no there's no way i would have <laughs> could have should have even made it right right no it's all good or put that toll on someone else's car other than mine which i don't own a car so um divvy it. I, all the way over there what's up divvy, divvy it <laughs> <laughs> if
1: they had a divvy station and i had enough time so, yeah for those who don't know that's the the chicago
0: public bike system is that, yes is that? the bike you... sharing system I'm, i've done hour-long divvy rides before oh yeah hour actually I live. I guess I've probably said this before. I live in uh, by UIC. Mm-hmm. Margaret and I divvied to Evanston. Oh wow! So that was like over an hour.
1: Yeah, that's a nice ride.
0: Yeah, it was a nice ride. We did. We went to go see a Northwestern game because I have a friend who coaches. Oh, cool! And football, and it was uh, like legs were. It's like they're like they, you couldn't feel them after the ride. It was so much. So it was is, so much bike riding. Is there?
1: Divi stations in
0: yeah in Evanston yeah there's Divi stations in Evanston I'm sure the students would use it right I would use that that would have been a lifesaver when I where I went to college I was just like walking and um sprinting everywhere (laughs) because like usually I was I had something to do or I was late or late to a class or whatever but that would have been fantastic like I would have gotten so much more done it probably Mm -hmm. actually I probably just had more time and probably wouldn't have used it correctly in college but that would have been a great experience yeah uh, but yes i am a Divi rider yearly member nice don't hate on the Divi riders there's a lot of positives to it we won't get into it but <laughs> okay um i cannot go so you took the reins
1: yeah we went out there mm-hmm. um and so the show was uh you know earlier in the day i had seen a tweet from aw, AW and uh, okay. danny daniel saying that the show was going to be a bit delayed Okay. Because of the Cubs game, so uh, they Cubs. were they were gonna kick off the show at seven thirty. Um, so in between that time, seven seven thirty is when I had the chance to sit down with Paco. Okay. Um, but yeah, at seven o'clock they started with a like a pre-show match, if you may, dark match, I guess. Okay. Uh, it was uh, Samantha Heights versus Alley Cat. Alley Cat. And initially, I thought this was part of the the women's tournament, but. No, Samantha Heights has already, had already been eliminated. Ah, so. uh, okay. Yeah, um, but it was a good starter. Um, okay. How do you want to tackle this? Uh, I mean, do you want to give away results? Do you want, you know... Because w- one of the matches that stood out to me right away and, and I want to talk about is Eddie Kingston versus Mike Hardenbauer.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. So
1: we, you remember Har- Mike Hardenbauer, right? LaSalle's very own. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bro, he lost a lot of weight. He looks good, yeah. From last time, so that's like a summer's worth,
0: right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, good for Um, him.
1: So yeah, when he came out, I was like, all right, Mike Mike right? Like, okay, Lasell's very own. But then, uh, so we get Eddie Kingston and bro, like this match right away from the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, And then again, I guess if you think about it, it is you know the Eddie Kingston style is very you know weapons involved all over the street fighting. Street fighting, yeah, yeah, but. They they went at it hard. Okay. Um, they you know LaSalle, is not the the venue is not that big, but they they made made their way around the the venue. Um, <laughs> Eddie Kingston
0: does not like wrestling in, in a ring.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah, street <laughs> fight all the way. Um. So yeah, this was a very entertaining match, which uh, I did not give enough credit when when we first were looking at the card. I thought this was going to be like a palate cleanser for some, getting ready for something else. But definitely, um, it was one of the the. The matches in uh, at the beginning of the card that definitely kicked things off on the right yeah.
0: foot. This list that I'm looking at is this in match order?
1: Uh, it is in match order. Okay,
0: so they uh, went on third. They went on third. Oh, well, actually, second. If we're not, if exactly. we're not counting the dark match. Yeah, because
1: mm-hmm. uh, the night started off with Kurt Stallion uh, versus Chucky T. Okay, uh, which this ended up in. Uh, so Kurt Stallion took the win, but it was an interference um, by uh brew baker yeah yeah um uh, so he interfered in the match um okay. and you'll see that uh later on in the card uh chucky t interferes in brew baker's uh match also okay. so um uh, but that you know it was it was a good match but like i said eddie kingston definitely took it to a different level right you know being the second match on the card
0: so what so was it hardcore
1: um it was i don't think it was labeled as a cardboard but it's a w so well, well, we'll yeah supply. they were using weapons though uh yeah i mean okay. I, think like there were, I think there was a chair involved yeah okay um i mean i'm not not to get too ahead of ourselves but i don't know if you saw uh, some uh, some clips on on twitter for the main event where Penta and phoenix i were did just see some clips on twitter
0: yeah
1: rough rough headshot uh yeah. chair shots that had It was
0: insane. It It looks insane. I don't don't want people to ever do that to each other. And I I was surprised.
1: And again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but whatever, you know, screw the order. Let's just talk about it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because, you know, you expect a a lucha match and high flying and whatever. But and I think this attests to the the wrinkle that you wanted to see in in Pentagon who who can go that way and, and, and be Pentagon dark, you know. He came out in um, all black, right? He did come in all black, so that was that was cool because he was all black and Phoenix was all white. Mm-hmm. Uh, the yin and the yang, right? And Phoenix even painted his face uh, similar to Pentagon. Okay. So you saw the, um, you know, he painted his face white, and you saw like the teeth that, that Pentagon makes on yeah. his lips. Um, so yeah, it was a very different look to to Ray Phoenix, but uh, I think it was just visually, it was very very cool. Yeah, and this is cool
0: because I didn't see the show, so I get to ask you. I just mm-hmm. get to grill you with questions here. Sure. Um, and it's it's usually usually we see the same show, so it's a different uh, just listening perspective as well. So the wrinkle then in Penta's um, presence was attire and the style of match.
1: Yeah, did that, he do anything else
0: differently, or was that not that that's not mm-hmm. enough to be different? Because it sounds, it looked unique. Um, the,
1: the unique. Right. Okay. That, that was the unique portion of it. Like, uh, although I, um, and I was talking to our our friend, um, Hank. Uh, he he drove down there. No, he wasn't there. I actually, okay. uh, uh, I was in line with him at the one hour teas or pro wrestling Tees retail
0: store the soft opening the the soft
1: opening yeah soft um so yeah we were there we were talking about you know hell in a cell and we were talking about you know the show and how he saw those he wasn't there though he saw the the head shots the chair shots the head and how i don't know if it's a thing of age now where we kind of cringe at those things whereas kids we were like yeah we want more and right we got all excited but like yeah it was it was tough to tough to watch but Definitely um, added something else to to the match, you know, outside of what we expect Phoenix and Pentagon to do. Right. So
0: for for reference, for someone who might not have seen the clips, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix both had a chair in the ring.
1: Yeah. And And they were exchanging headshots.
0: Three each they took? Three each. Back to back to back to back to back. To back, yeah. To back.
1: Um, So, yeah, that that was regarding the the main event. Um, But prior to the main event, uh, Sammy Callahan had cut a promo, um, which was displayed on the, on the projector. He cut a promo backstage talking about how he, you know, he, uh, he gave it up to, to Phoenix. He, you know, he was the best man and he won and that's how he lost the title. Okay. But that doesn't mean that, you know, he's not going to kick, uh, kick, um, AR Fox's ass and, that they were going to deliver the, a match of the year. Really hyped it up. Okay. You know, I, I can't... I wouldn't do it justice. Yeah. But he really hyped up the match and, and promised a match of the year. And, bro, it was crazy. Like, yeah. The fact that we had just seen AR Fox or Dante Fox and Luch Underground have that match mm-hmm. with Strickland. And seeing all the craziness that they went through. And then, uh, in this match, they used... um The barricade. Yeah, did you? I didn't see any. I saw some Snapchats.
0: I think I gave, and I'm not sure the name of the uh, what this person's first name is, but I think we gave out my Snapchat ID on one podcast. Okay. And someone followed me Uh who goes to these A or like we're friends on Snapchat. Okay. Who goes to these AEW show? Who goes AEW shows? Yeah. And I'm not sure of his first name. His his Snapchat name is Rolstad. W R O L S T A D and oh, yeah. I'm not sure I don't I, I don't know this is this is kind of the, the cool thing about like uh, having a podcast and just mm-hmm. connecting with wrestling fans and going to shows is that you know you don't need to be you can make friends digitally which is not like it's fine if you want to do that but it's uh it's cool because he was sending me snaps and I don't really know cool. this guy like oh, I may maybe cool. well, cool. have met him like a couple times but mm-hmm. he was sending me snaps he was certain front row at LaSalle and he was sending me snaps um, of this match, so I saw like the ring flip off the post
2: onto yeah.
0: the barricade that was, uh, or the guardrail that was, um, a cr- bridged across was the bridged ring and the, the other, ring and, and the other, and, other yeah. guardrail. Mm-hmm. And then so, uh, so look cool,
1: yeah. Like the the finish of this match was a power bomb onto that thing from uh, from Callahan to Ar Fox. Okay, and I mean that just did delivered deliver the powerbomb? Yeah, delivered a powerbomb okay. from the like he was in the ring and just literally threw him. Not even Jesus. Just, yeah, it was it was bad and then but the surprising thing that it was so it was everybody's it like holy shit, holy shit and Air Fox gets in the ring and just does a quick roll up on Cal Henn and gets the win. Really? After yeah. that spot? Yeah. Okay. Um so it was very entertaining. There were other spots that I might not, you know, remember, but I just remember throughout the whole match like it was I mean, I don't know if it's a match of the year, but they definitely, definitely uh, busted their ass on that on
0: that match. Yeah, that's cool. Those are the both matches you mentioned. Um, they're I mean, A. R. Fox and Sammy Callahan is not a unique matchup. I feel like we've seen the wrestle before, but it's that match and the Hardenbauer match seem to put, to g- seem to give you something special and extra. I feel like they were really busting out. Different types of stuff for in the main event, too, busting out different types of stuff yeah. for LaSalle to try to make it like different than what you would expect, maybe in Berwin or like a just
1: yeah. And uh, talking about different, so mm-hmm. just to touch real quick on, on the ladder match, like this was the first ladder match that I've Paco's seen a W, uh, yeah. And this was Paco's first ladder match, um, like there were some insane spots, um, near the finish, uh, I think it was Stephen Wolf. Who delivered a a stomp onto Cody Rice, who was uh, l- sitting on a he was sitting on the ladder that was bridged between the ladder that was actually st- stood up okay and in the ropes so okay. there was a ladder bridge there, and Cody Rice was sitting there and Trey Miguel from the other from the the actual ladder that was standing up yeah does a stomp it just looks
0: brutal yeah um uh, how did how did Ace Perry and Paco fare in this match because cause you have two two really athletic guys in Miguel and Wolf. Mm-hmm. You have the bases Cody Rice and Braxton. And was Cody Rice doing comedy stuff or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: for sure him and, and, and Braxton, they were they were they were a tag team but they weren't on the same page. Like okay. Braxton's like all oh, you wanted was dance and and people were, you know, chanting along and Cody uh, was was dancing and doing funny stuff here and there. Okay. Um, where
0: did where did the middle group, which is Paco and Ace Perry, where do they kind of fit into it? Uh,
1: I mean, they were back and forth. Um, you know, they were uh, Paco and, and Ace were you know getting an upper hand, and then M- Trey Miguel and Stephen Wolf will get the upper hand, and so forth. Okay. But uh, definitely, though, they were the guys that were uh, Paco and Perry were the ones that were taking the the <laughs> the most beating. In this really? match. Majority yeah, majority of the punishment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So and then this was this actually so. The latter match, and there was a contract hanging from the top.
0: And a briefcase?
1: Uh, it was no briefcase. Okay. There was some talk like about clipboard? the briefcase. Yeah, No. Yeah. it was... Uh, no, I think it was just a piece of paper. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there was some talk about, oh, it's going to be a briefcase. Yeah. Um, then I saw they tried to clip it on, I think, with the, with the clipboard, and then they ended up just going with the piece of paper. Okay. So Trey Miguel picks it up, and um, it, was, it was a really cool match, so... Now we have uh, number one contenders, which is Trey Miguel and Stephen Wolfe. Will go against um, uh, Scarlett and Graves.
0: Yeah, that's going to be fantastic. I can't wait for that one. It looks like Rachel Ellering and Candice LeRae both advanced. So yep, they're putting all the big names together. Uh, yes, and yeah, in this bracket i'd have to see what that bracket would look like yeah,
1: yeah i was actually looking for a bracket i i didn't find an updated
0: one. one yeah i didn't find an updated A-A-W, one aw we need an updated women's bracket they, they might you. have it though i gotta i gotta
1: it. go look but but yeah I'm, I'm interested in that and yeah i don't know where the where do you think the they're gonna conclude the tournament where do you think yeah do you think it's bear winning? so the only
0: the they're still going through the first round right yeah, they're still going through. I think uh, the next show they'll conclude the first round. And that was in that's in hmm I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's smart for them to do if they want to keep. I, and do you know like what the turnout was for this show? For the sale? Um I know Did that. Did it, it seem more crowded?
1: Yes, it was definitely more crowded, okay. and it was the beginning of their season. So any season ticket holders that had bought the season pack or whatever. Um, they were all getting their, their pass and they were also getting, uh, AEW shirts. Okay. Um, so there was a, a
0: big line for season holders. So there's season, uh, season ticket holders for when you bought, that's for like January. This is for all of 2017, right? For
1: all 2017. Okay. Uh, so there's a LaSalle, LaSalle season
0: ticket holder and a Chicago. It's just one season ticket holder pass. Right. It's just okay. one pass okay. for it. So this
1: one only applies for LaSalle. Um, by the way, the the AEW shirts are pretty cool. It's the is their new logo. Okay, um, I wanted to get one, but didn't have a chance to. Okay, um, you need another wrestling shirt. You don't have enough. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So there was a lot of people. It was it was pretty packed. Um, they were sneaking in chairs, and because people were just standing up. And okay, uh, and I think uh, Trent had mentioned that this was their biggest. Um, pre-sale so you know they were in the sale okay yeah so they had sold you know they broke the record of how many tickets they've sold before those shows started yeah
0: it makes sense i mean they brought a lot of big names to this card like we haven't even mentioned that keith lee and strickland wrestled right um so it is cool to see elgin and someone he trained with be on a tag team and paco is trained by my yep. big mike i believe as well uh, so that'd be a cool tag team to see. But yeah, I think that they'll have the final, I'm going to make a prediction that they have the finals of the women's match in LaSalle again to try to keep drawing there and like have people like us potentially make the trip. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm going to say. But, and I think uh, doing the, pr- the season ticket holder, you, you pay for those up front, right? So like January, 2017.
1: Yeah. Unless there's like special shows. I think that's, it gets trickier here in Chicago. Okay. Right. Because you get the you're the season ticket holder and then in Chicago, we'll have like special Thursday events, or or some other random off event, and then that doesn't apply to the season ticket holder. But uh, regardless, it's something that I've I've actually considered since we go to all these shows.
0: Yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, is the season ticket holder? Is that GA only, or is there... Uh, like I think there's row, a GA,
1: one? there's a stage, and then there's, like, front row, I think. Okay. So there's there's different options. There's different levels.
0: I think that's another smart thing, too. And now we've talked about how AW makes smart uh, business decisions Yep. with their shows. I think that's smart, too, because then you have money up front. So, like, money up front. Because from what we know, obviously, we've never ran a show. Like, we don't have that type of experience. But from helping out shows... Uh, Cash flow, like having all the money that you get from a show, you have to like spend it right away for the next one. Right, so it's like you buy, have to buy the new, you pay a graphic designer to do to do the new poster. You then pay for the talent for the next show. So it's like all the money you get. You have to spend right away. Yeah, and so, having the
1: season holder idea, it's like having the money up front gives you some more breathing room to Right. To to distribute the cash around, and you know.
0: Yeah, if you have a lot of it. Yeah, exactly. If, if you can plan better. Yeah. Whereas, like, there's no chance to plan because the money could with other with potentially this is just me speculating with potentially other promotions because once the money comes in it's got to go back out exactly so, like you have okay we're going to spend a little bit here like maybe this is a downtime, so you save some etc so talking about spending cool. money just
1: mm-hmm. when i add that i actually bought the white phoenix phoenix mask i saw that i was like i just gotta have it <laughs> the one that he wore yeah the one that he wore i actually was going for oh, You're luchador's mask. best friend <laughs> when they Probably. look at you they, they, just, at see you, man, signs, they right. just see dollar signs they uh, just see dollar signs yeah i was trying to go for pentas but i was there too late somebody had already uh bought it oh so. who's the guy now you got a competition know. yeah
0: you got a mask competition yeah well guys i
1: really like the uh, the black and white you know like he had a little
0: bit of white in his costume was uh all no black no or no penta? Uh, penta was all black and okay. phoenix was all white yeah. but uh
1: yeah like i have a ray phoenix and i have a phoenix mask they're a little different. Uh are the masks different? Yeah, okay. So and I have uh That's a Pentagon, good to buy another one. Pentagon Junior <laughs> mask and I'm like all right, I've been wanting to get a Penta, you know, but uh yeah, this was the the chance but I This got was the to, Pentagon
0: like, Dark Chance, right? Yeah. Do you think that he wears <laughs> this mask at the same exact mask on Lucha? Uh no, I think he still has
1: the the old design. I okay. mean, it's very similar. It's just I think the logo that he puts up on his forehead, it's it's uh instead of being like a ninja star Okay. It's now something different.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So probably the so in in summary and recap, um, and I don't know if you want to do you want to say the rest of the results or probably not. I mean like, maybe save some some for some people who want to buy the show.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, but by the show in summary, AEW's best lasalle lasalle show to date, at least like ticket sales wise, probably your. It was a great card. Your yeah, point like, of view. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah when you bring the when you bring in the big guns, go get that MP4, guys. Who go got the MP4 or DVD? Right at the next show, correct. I saw the sign guy too doing some work.
1: Yeah, bro, the guy <laughs> I forgot to mention him. Uh, you know, he has. I mean, we, I think last time we were there, he you know he's always there. Probably he's probably a, a regular there. Yeah, but um, his holy shit sign. His, uh, <laughs> uh, I think he, he pulled out the who's the legal man anyway. That's a good sign, one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um and I think he pulled that off in the uh, um in the tag match. Uh the the championship match. So,
0: yeah, well obviously. Yeah. That's that's a, he's very timely.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, of course. And relevant. Uh he has the number 2. Yeah, he has a bunch of signs. The kick uh, out too. Yeah.
0: I saw a Wu sign for chops, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Um he I, I saw a Twitter video too of Keith Lee. This is the last thing i gonna say. Sure. Keith Lee's double double chop, uh, and I think it was Myron Reed was like maybe the loudest smack I've ever heard digitally for, for Probably, a chop.
1: Probably, bro. Like he does those double hand chops. Those double hand They're chops. They're brutal. Like we saw them with uh, Sammy Guevara. We've yeah. seen them, you know, over and over. But they just seem like, to get louder. Like make your chest
0: bleed. Yeah, <laughs> they could pierce without a sharp with a flat surface of I a mean, hand you will see they'll, they'll make you bleed yeah like <laughs> you see some wrestlers
1: <laughs> have that super red chest almost right. bleeding but after several chops like keith
0: lee does that shit with one chance he gets so it's like swat <laughs> he'd swat a giant fly out of the air yeah like a fucking helicopter <laughs> um all right hell in a cell really quick uh thanks for leading that last segment i'm just gonna i didn't see the main event so i'll have you fill me in on the main event Sure, and I didn't see the pre-show. I'm just, I'm just not even watching pre-shows anymore. Sorry, even though my boys, I, my I boys were on I actually had this
1: on throughout the whole time. I watched the live and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: uh, you're so cool.
1: I had time, bro. So you know, just <laughs> to make a quick reference to our last pod uh you know scheduled things happened and we weren't able to meet with uh with tony thanks for saying that yeah Yeah.
0: we weren't able to meet with tony so yeah my my
1: sunday completely opened up i I was cooking i was you know we cleaned the house Uh, it was a whole um whole day full of uh family stuff but then at night uh we all sat and watched hell in a cell
0: hell in a cell so we're gonna have to reschedule with tony but we're gonna make it happen um also, as some housekeeping, really quick before housekeeping we start the halfway
1: into the, halfway into the pod.
0: Yeah, well, you don't keep your house in the middle <laughs> of the day.
1: Yeah, you know, sometimes you I'm not there, everywhere. So <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, All right. Oh, oh, oh. You're, are you above housekeeping? Is that what you're saying? No,
1: no. I'm, wrong. I'm just I kidding. Mean, I'm straight. just
0: actually stalling time right now so I can pull something up. Uh, Pro wrestling Tees put a ring on top of their building. That's crazy. Yeah. When I when I got there. Um,
1: I thought they were going to fix some lighting or something cuz the the truck with the um what do they call that the cherry top or something like that that thing that takes you up. Uh I don't know. The cherry top? Uh, yeah, like or what? cherry picker. That's what they call it. Oh, uh, oh, like the lift? The lift, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um the cherry the cherry I, top. I thought they were going <laughs> to fix some like it was the electricity people. I'm like, damn,
0: like they're, they're already, <laughs> they it's already them. malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, so, yeah. so housekeeping, um, we still have them, but we gave away, we're, we've officially given away our, uh, Emporium free tokens and pins. Yes. Cause our friend Jeremy, who's been on the podcast before, very knowledgeable, likes comedy wrestling, goes to freelance wrestling shows. Left us a review. So these are going to him. Thank you, Jeremy. I just want to read off this review because it's perfect, in my opinion. Cool. This is not to gloat about us. This is just like, you know, it's like when you're aiming for something and someone tells you that they're receiving exactly what you're trying to do. It's just a good feeling. So I feel like it defines us. His review says, It's hard to find a wrestling podcast by people who actually like wrestling. And I think he means like as in they enjoy watching it.
1: Okay. Because yeah. you'll
0: read a lot, the, the mm-hmm. rest of the view. Because everyone gets on a podcast and is just like, "This sucks. I hate this." That's uh, you know what I right, mean. Right, right, right.
1: There's some more negativity. Exactly. And we're
0: about positivity. Yes. The power. Right. The power of the positive cast. It is. I'm continuing what he go, says. Go, go, yeah. <laughs> it is refreshing to listen to Charlie and Chris talk about today's wrestling using the power of positivity. There it is again. The buffet line style also lends a unique way to talk about the vast amount of wrestling out there these days, which is another thing we've talked about—just how much good shit there is. It's a great time to be a fan. He also says it's also the pod, the all capital, all caps, the podcast for people interested in the Chicago independent scene, which is really booming these days. Shout out to chi Town. Add this podcast to your regular list and you will not regret it. Oh, and hashtag pushpaco with a bunch of There examples. it is. So Push thanks for Paco. leaving that. Jeremy, next freelance show, we'll give you your pins and your free tokens. And I think he just moved into Chicago. I believe somewhere on the, somewhere on the north side. So he'll probably be going to oh, nice. him. Maybe we'll go with him. Yep. And, and hang out. Uh, so I just wanted to say that really quick. Uh, okay. Cool. So Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell.
1: In cell. <laughs> what were your. What, what matches do you want to talk about? Like, let's let's do this.
0: Uh, we need justice for Rusev Day, my uh, friend. Rusev, justice.
1: I mean, I'm all down for Rusev Day, but I just feel like I don't know. He needs something. Like I don't know. Ever no, since,
0: I don't think so. I think he's got it. Well, I think well he something just needs-
1: so the he could get a good
0: push, bro. Yeah. Well, that's it. That he. I think him. He, I think he's a complete package. Yeah, I, th- I think like he's hilarious. He can be serious if he wants to. He's good in the ring. It's just it comes down to whether whether or not you can. I mean, I, I enjoyed the match. I'm not gonna say I didn't enjoy the match. So mm-hmm. like the story they were trying to tell me, sure. But I want I. It's just like the thing with Bray. I'm like I I love when Bray had momentum. Yeah, it slowed. But when he had momentum and he was winning and he was looking dominant, like that's a story like that I want to see. Same with Rusev. Like Rusev is fantastic, winning or losing. But he's even he he's the best in my opinion. When he was like going on those dominant US title runs. Yeah. Like when he took it from Kalisto and like snapped his his, his back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, his, mm-hmm. his neck back on that accolade. Like that's my favorite version of my favorite version of Rusev is a dominant Rusev, and you can be a dominant and also funny. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, he can do both. He can yeah. do both. Um, but yeah, it's just uh it was just, he was such a force of momentum and he keeps getting slowed in the same way that Bra- that Bray does sometimes. And it's a little frustrating. I'm not pissed I, about I, I it. I love how he takes the RKO. Oh, um, where he like waits for a second? Uh
1: well just the way he, he takes it. Like I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't land he doesn't land flat.
0: Like he kind of lands like face first. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like but he kind of like protects himself a little bit. Like yeah. it, it's just really well done. Like I I'm like that's how an RKO out of nowhere should be.
0: Yeah, it's cool to see different people take it because mm-hmm. remember, different people would take the stunner. The, the stunner different. Differently, know? yeah. Like, uh, like some people
1: would go like and take the stunner, um, you know, underneath. Some mm-hmm. people will just stay standing up and yeah. then do the backdrop, you know.
0: The rock so. would oversell it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that, that,
1: those were special. Uh,
0: but I just think, I, I mean. Once again, not complaining here, but I would love the I would love the story even more if Rusev would just like go on a tear. You know what?
1: Just let's say that Rusev is two five. Let's <laughs> send them down there. <laughs> you
0: can make a sandwich out of those guys. Uh, but every day is going to be a happy Rusev day. That's every, right. Every every uh, every upcoming day that he gets a victory. So we'll see when that happens. The tag team championship match. Yeah, what were your thoughts on that? Fucking amazing! Yeah, it was really good. It, uh, I dare I say, it was good, and it, like did
1: just so many candlestick. Hits, oh yeah, like, uh, like when they had uh, Xavier up on the the ring post.
0: Yeah, like that was brutal. They didn't go out even go outside of the cell, and no, no. one even mentioned it. Like and no one cared. And
1: what I was all like throughout the whole match, I was just waiting to to figure out how is Kingston going to be involved in this, and uh-huh. he wasn't. Yeah, and that was cool. Yeah. I was fine with
0: that. I I, uh, I just love how many different spots that they had. Uh, I'm fine with the results. Um, they, I mean, it was dangerous too. Like they were the, putting their bodies on the The candle
1: cell in the hell in a cell. The what? The, the candlestick cell thing that they put. on Yeah, the... where they like yeah. trapped that. That, that somehow pretty... like seemed
0: convincing too. <laughs> yeah, even though it kind of wasn't. Like it was somewhat convincing. Mm-hmm. And then like the different trombones they were pulling out with the different colors. Uh, so uh yeah. a I lot th- of
1: innovation for for being a hell in a cell and, and you thinking or you already thinking what you're gonna get like okay this is what's gonna happen and there's gonna be a you know a high spot or whatever yeah but it was it was very different it was good and it was it was brutal
0: yeah and i like how i like how you don't know you didn't know when it was gonna end like the ending wasn't predictable yeah like they kept kicking out of stuff, but then you thought like even the last spot you could see like someone saving or like Kofi getting in there somewhere. Like the ending was kind of unpredictable, and they gave them enough time. This match was pretty long. I don't know how yeah, long it was compared I'd, to, but it was it was it had enough time and had enough time. Uh, I just thought that was fantastic. Potentially match of the year candidate. I feel like it could be in the conversation. It could be, yeah, um, absolutely. I think that the WWE championship match with Ginder. I don't know if it's like all gender's fault. Like I think both people are kind of blame here for how boring the matches have been. They've been boring. Gender and Shinsuke. Uh,
1: yeah, I think uh, part of it is is the same story, right? And it's yeah. not gender's fault. At least I don't think. I just like it. It's the same story that gender tells throughout all of his matches. Is the same process
0: it is it's very yes and it's like maybe i agree maybe it's like they're they don't know if like he can do anything else maybe they're like keeping him caged Mm -hmm. in but it's like it's like
1: that's the way you keep your heat like just have the sing brothers go ahead and do their thing and that's the way you're going to keep your heat
0: like it is it's very like the same they switch up they switch up the ending a little bit but it's like mostly the same process like Mm -hmm. sing brothers get involved and then somehow he finds a way to do the class and then it's over um but I think I just think like you got to blame Shinsuke a little bit here too because when Jinder and Randy were had that's up for the Punjabi prison. I didn't see that match, but I think it oh. was pretty bad. Yeah. From what I heard, the two matches before I thought were good, and that involved Jinder and Randy. So like, you keep Jinder, you put in Shinsuke now, and oh, you could blame writing as well, like lack of creativity. But these last two matches haven't been fantastic. I think that's kind of hurting Right, because I range. think
1: you could keep the title on gender. Keeping the title on gender is not bad. Like, oh, people yeah, I'm know, fine with it. It and hate it, but yeah. you could keep on, keep the title on them as long as you are, you know, being different and, and telling the story a little bit different. You know, every yeah. pay-per-view, adding something or taking away something. Um, but, yeah, I think I think that's what, where the lack is. Like, it just needs to be different. Yeah. Not the same story over
0: and over. I agree um did you what did you think of the united states championship match
1: um so since i i watched uh so i knew it was going to be a triple threat did did you did you watch that uh no that was daniel brian
0: yeah i mean i saw it like i saw it on the main show they replayed it yeah
1: um yeah i didn't really like that segment too much it just felt hokey like (laughs) like, like, that's a good word for it um (laughs) but whatever so but i was fine like i Right away, I'm, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, it's going to be good. It's uh, AJ and uh, Ty Dillinger is going to get his shot. At least he's going to perform, you know, and we have uh, Baron Corbin who's like, whatever. Like, he's doing a good job, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I enjoyed the match. Um, but uh, it, it just like, it just felt at the end of it all, it just felt like they put in uh they put uh Ty Dillinger in there just to take the pin.
0: Yeah, though, no, I agree.
1: Like and it, it kinda feels like, Oh man, that sucks. But I'm like, all right, I'd see what they would do that they don't wanna, you know, put AJ in that position and they definitely won Corbin. For the story. Right. So I mean it's interesting to know that Corbin had the briefcase and now he has a, a title. My, he never got to cash it in or anything like that, but yeah. Or well, in a successful fashion.
0: I I and I don't know like I just think this is kind of an example of like people, like if people do get backstage heat or supposed backstage heat, like WWE likes -hmm. to make you think they are in trouble or they really are. Like we just don't know. Like we kind of had this conversation before in our Facebook discussion group. But this the thing with Corbin was like, oh, he must have pissed someone off backstage. It's like, well, he, he just found himself in a U.S. title. It's not WWE Championship, but now he's in a meaningful U.S. title feud with one of the greatest of all time in AJ Styles. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's a good thing. So, it's kind of, I feel like it's, thats I'm fine with him winning, and, like, I'm okay with that. I think it's kind of killing that, People just like to speculate, like, who's in trouble, who's not. Like, what's yeah. going on with Enzo. And I think this kind of, like, like, silences that, which is good. Right. You said we talked about this yeah. in, the,
1: in the group, where it's like, Enzo got, quote-unquote, demoted, but yet he's he was holding a title, right? And
0: he's talking. He's having, like, talking segments on Raw and, and 205 yeah. Live. like
1: Scoring points for me all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, fantasy wrestling. I tried to trade AJ Styles as soon as he dropped the belt. Uh-huh. As soon as he dropped the title. And uh jonathan would not give me dean ambrose for him you want dolph (laughs) dolph no i don't want dolph i don't even why do you even have dolph i would drop his ass i
1: think i i think i put him on the i put him already i think i picked up where i tried picking up somebody i can't remember yeah but yeah i I mean i feel like that's
0: a fair trade for dean
1: dean i think it was a fair trade yeah but i mean uh brother unicorn has his strategy yeah
0: what do you think about aj styles for bliss
1: well, that's interesting. Mhm.
0: Who has Bliss? Jonathan.
1: Jonathan, yeah. I
0: Bliss don't know. has a title.
1: Bliss, yeah. That's true. Uh but AJ could potentially go for the
0: uh, I guess he yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like Corbin Cuz
1: a title win will will get you, you know, it's good points, but yeah. It,
0: does Bliss do much wrestling on Raw? Um she has. Okay. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, did
0: you watch raw yesterday uh no no i saw the shield reunited
1: and so i saw the Shield reunited before even happened like i was i happened to be on twitter and uh some people that i follow were at the arena and they're like oh t-shirts are on sale and the show hasn't even started so i was like come on wwe you could be a little smarter like if you're gonna release the
0: shirts release them after the reunion happens like right Dude, there the whoever's in the merchandising department, I want a back end. Like <laughs> there are and they talked about this on not not your demo pod. Uh-huh. There's instances there's this is how you this is how you this is how you're supposed to do it, in my opinion. Okay. Seth Rollins made his comeback at Extreme Rules. Was that or like last year? Uh or earlier. It was like an extreme oh, from rules his injury? from his first injury. Yeah. They he was wearing a new shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, the re- Redesign, Rebuild, Reclaim shirt, which is a yep. cool shirt. Right as that happens, everyone's hype. I watched this in the Squared Circle with, I think, Matt Reed. Okay. Everyone's hyped, and they blast on social his shirt's available right now, right after the show. Matt, I watched Matt Reed purchase the shirt on <laughs> his phone right really? there after uh-huh. the show. I watched okay. it. I was like, that's perfect. Then you have an example of the bar the bar goes on a tag team title run oh uh-huh. then they lose the titles and then they come out and then a shirt they release out. the shirt they yeah. release the shirt like late very very late mm-hmm. and then you have <laughs> wrestlers without merchandise not even one shirt i feel like if you're a wrestler give them one shirt like a Foxing. standard that's, foxy that's, that's the they one that we talked about yeah and now you're done with pod alicia fox i guess doesn't have like a shirt she's never had merch i think so and she's yeah like i don't understand how you don't have just one like standard shirt yeah,
1: just you know it could be oh the the sign guy had a real cool sign who was like it was a, he had a sign specifically for ar fox a, uh, Foxy reminded me of that okay um and it was i think a picture i took a picture of it shit my phone's charging okay um always oh, like the whole foxing show Okay. <laughs> I'll nice. play on on the R V D. Yeah. The yeah, whole yeah. F show. Nice. Yeah. That's um, good. But yeah, Foxy could take that and run with it, you know, like something. Like or or Alicia Fox, a name on a shirt. That's what I'm stuff. saying.
0: Like it doesn't have to be about your gimmick or your catchphrase. Like Jericho has a shirt for like every single catchphrase that he has. Like exactly. Yeah. Just a standard shirt. Then you have what happened with Cesaro. The shirt comes out the night the day after, or like after a couple he, days after where yeah. he busted his teeth. Yeah. And then what was it? And then you have like the timeline, like either there is out of all these examples, I think the time there is only one one example of the timeliness being like really done well. And then the shield is like it's spoiling that T -t shirt, spoiling. So, um, yeah, like the merchandising department is just like the it's so like the timeliness of it all.
1: Yeah, like all all they had to do is, in my opinion, like if they wanted to sell those shirts, you know, that day for people to take home. You just bring them from under the fucking table and put them on the table and start selling them. You know, after the reunion right. portion happens. Then again, I could be wrong because well, I it could be after the reun- reunion happens, but I don't know at what point that the reunion happened because I didn't watch Raw live either. No. Yeah. So I I Did that happen towards the end of the show? Do you know at all?
0: No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think it happened at the end. I think it may, might have been towards the end, but it wasn't the last thing I went right. on. I but, think Kaliso was the last thing I went on. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, just pull, just, yeah, everyone just, just, like, you, like, pull down a curtain or, like you said, like, pull them out from under the table. And, mm-hmm. like, as everyone's leaving, they're going to see that they're up now. Yeah. Or and you like, could
1: have, I'll say Lillian Garcia uh, or JoJo or somebody make an announcement, you know. At, at oh, yeah, during the a like, commercial break. Like, hey, you know, whatever, Shield reunion t-shirts for sale. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just think that. Again, wrestling and marketing we need to get on that.
0: Dude, hire hire us. <laughs> WWE, hire us. Um, what did you? Th- I didn't watch the main event, so tell me what happened with uh, Owens and Shane. That was another cringeworthy one. Um, okay, that
1: you know, uh, talking to Hank, we were both worried. Uh, there's a spot where they climb the cage, um, going right into that part, and yeah, they they're, they're they're wrestling on top of the cage. And you just—I was tense, like I was scared that the the one of the the um the pieces up there was gonna break and have a Mick Foley moment, where you're just gonna fall through. Okay. Um, because even um, Owens power bombs Shane on top. Yeah, the while they were on top of the cage. It didn't break. It didn't break. Thank God but like it was, it was just scary. Even when they're like trying to run a little bit up there or yeah. whatever, you see them sinking in. Um, so yeah, um, there was, uh, a moment where, uh, Kevin was going to jump uh, off the, the top of the cage and he kind of takes his time. He's like, he's like really, you know, thinking like, should I do this? Should I not do this?
0: Is Shane on the ground?
1: And Shane was on the ground. Okay. He was on the, on the uh, announcer table. Okay. Uh, but he doesn't do it. So then at the end, uh, Shane gets up and he climbs the cage. So that's when they first climb the cage okay. together. Um, Owens does t- take that bump from half the cage. Oh, he does? Yeah. I called that. You called that. Nice. So he took that bump. Um, On the table? Onto the announcer's okay. table, the Spanish announcer table. And then they clear off the the regular announcer table. Um, and that's where... Uh, towards the end, uh, Shane is going for that elbow drop that he seems to always fail at delivering, mm-hmm. um, and I don't out of nowhere, uh, Kevin Owens gets saved by uh, Sami Zayn. Okay, so um, Zayn comes out and just pulls Shane, Kevin off. Yeah, table. and I hadn't even okay. noticed. Like, I I don't know if I blinked or whatever, but yeah. um, the the I don't know if the camera didn't catch a good good angle enough for me to notice that. Owens got pulled by, okay. by somebody. Okay. But in the replay, like they replayed it seventeen thousand times afterwards. Right. And of course it's Sami Zayn. Um, so he pulls him off, Shane takes the bump into the table, breaks, he's there. EMTs are coming out, and uh uh Sami Zayn then drags Owens over and puts him over Shane since it's a false count anywhere. It was a one two, th- one, two, three, and then the match was over. <laughs> oh, nice. A nice little thing that uh, Shane did was that he looks over at Shane's kids, and you kind of could see, like, in his face, like, some sort of, like, like I don't know if I did remorse? the right nice thing, but remorse, okay. right? <laughs> but then uh, somebody tweeted a picture from a different angle where Shane's kids are, like, flipping him off. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like I really enjoyed the match, not, not just for the, 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 high spots there, but it was, it was a cool, it was a good story. Um, at some point, um, they're just slugging it out around the, the table area. And I think, uh, what's his name? Oh yeah. After the, the bump that Kevin takes, uh, Shane doesn't pin him. He picks him up and starts beating him up and like, he gives him a headbutt. Which I thought it was a good reference to the headbutt that he had delivered on his dad. Yeah,
0: that's good. Mr. McMahon. So yeah. Heavy on the storytelling then. Yeah.
1: It was it was good. Cool. So you should okay. watch it.
0: I probably will eventually. Um, <laughs> great. So that's gonna lead us right into Jim Lyman Memorial, the second ever. I'm losing <coughs> Oh Jesus. Me. You alright? All right. I just coughed right in everyone's ear. Let me get a water. All right, so the JLM. Um,
1: JLM uh, coming up um, October 13th and October 14th, Friday and Saturday at the Berwyn's, uh, the world famous Berwyn Eagles Club.
0: Yes, this is AEW's uh, singles tournament, if you don't know.
1: Yes. Uh, last <laughs> oh, year, um, Chris Hero won the tournament. Chris Hero. Um, you might know him now as Cassius Ono.
0: <laughs> <laughs> same guy. Same guy. Um, In case you didn't know, it was the same guy.
1: All right. So. I have my bracket in front of me. You have your bracket in front of you. And we both did prediction brackets to see who's... I haven't seen yours. I shared mine with you. Yes. Um. I have not seen yours. So... I'm catching um, my breath over here. I yeah, yeah drink some water. <laughs> the JLM is taking my breath away.
0: <laughs>
1: it will definitely take your breath away. Um, all right. So, um, night one... Well, I don't know if if it's night one, but it's divided into two. Um, two sides. So, side A, let's say. <laughs> the right. left side of the bracket. Left side of the bracket, sure. Um, we have uh, Sammy Callahan versus uh, Fitchett. Okay. Uh, what's your uh, What's your take on that? Who, who wins that? Let's, uh, or you want to run through those? Let's just announce
0: the matches, sure. and then we're going to run through who each other has. So, Callahan versus Fitchett. Kingston versus the debuting Mark Haskins. New guy or uh-huh. new to AW? Um, Zachary Once versus Jeff Cobb. Air Fox versus Desmond Xavier is the left side of the bracket. Yep, right side of the bracket. Go for it. We have
1: Cage versus Matt Reed. He's not a man. He's not a man. He's a machine. Oh, uh, Matt Reed. Matt Reed's your friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, friend of the pod, our friend. <laughs> but you, you know, you go and. Go To a trampoline and play fight with them, yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about that. Just yeah, real quick. Uh, that, that seemed pretty fucking fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> my mom organized something for my birthday to go jump around on like one of those trampoline places in yeah. Elmhurst, Jump Illinois. Zone. Is it Jump Zone? Sky Zone, Sky Zone, yeah. In Elmhurst, Illinois, it was just trampolines everywhere like the walls, the ground, yeah. Um, yeah, so we were, we were playing dodgeball, basketball, we were jumping on the foam pits. I try to take. It a seemed couple like a RKos. good workout. Yeah, it was. I was extremely exhausted, <laughs> sweating, <laughs> just sweating everywhere. in my you Tommaso took an Ciampa RKO shirt. out of nowhere. I took a couple of RKO's out of nowhere. It's hard to fall. It's hard to fall without bracing yourself. I don't know how wrestlers do that. Just like mm-hmm. fall f- flat on their face. I couldn't even do it on a trampoline. Like the first well, time, my hands were out. The second time, I put my hands behind my back to try to take a bump, and like my leg kind of stopped me a little bit. Uh-huh. I couldn't take like a flat face bump well yeah because it's a
1: trampoline like it's all you know i
0: don't know it's not a flat surface really yeah right so no it's not but i don't know like i'm just saying like if i were to try to take a bump in a ring i don't know Um, how like they make it look very believable or like they tuck their even if you do have your hands mm stop you you like tuck them really close to you so it looks like you fall on your chest because i couldn't like fall just flat on my chest off of uh well that looked it. it was difficult
1: that looked fun as hell
0: yeah it was fun um Okay. All right. Cage.
1: So, yeah. Cage versus Reed. Penta versus Elgin. Myron Reed is his name. Myron Reed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt. Not Matt Reed. <laughs> not Matt Reed. <laughs> Shout out to Matt um, Reed. ACH versus <laughs> Kurt Stallion. Uh, DJZ versus Everett.
0: Yes. All right.
1: So, how do you want to tackle this?
0: Go back. Go. Tell me who you have. Callahan versus Fidget and why. So, there's a reason behind, and I'm not trying to get super smarky predictive, but there's a reason like behind. I'm sure you have reasons, too, like what mm-hmm. you're feeling. So, um, like say the reason, too, when you say Sure. This.
1: So, Callahan versus Fitchett, I picked Callahan okay. just because he's the death machine. He's one of the top AEW guys. It would be a surprise to see him not move on in the bracket. So, yeah. that's why I think he moves on.
0: So, I, it sucks that he lost. just lost A.R. Fox, because I was hoping that he would win. Mm-hmm. Because I have it beating upsetting upsetting oh, Sammy upset. Callahan. I just think I think that this is like a good opportunity to just we've been saying this for a while now, like when is Fitchett gonna have like a meaningful singles yeah. run, maybe like a heritage title shot. Maybe that'll happen like night two. But I think this is an opportunity to give some of these guys exposure and kind of a singles push in a tournament style format. Um, so I have it beating sammy callahan okay i just think it's like his time to shine a little bit maybe maybe like someone can upset sammy and that causes a few a meaningful feud for sammy to to kind of go through with someone in the mid card i don't know okay
1: so who do you have on kingston versus haskins i have kingston kingston i have kingston too uh my reason for having kingston is just because it's uh is Haskins' AAW debut. Correct. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll see him, but kind of like, all right, it's your first match. You're not going to win and, and move on to the second round. Right, right, right. That's usually usually and, what happens. Right. And mm-hmm. just to, you know, further it along a little bit more, seeing a Callahan versus Kingston, there's some history there. Yes. Um, so we can, you know, we can kind of draw back to to history and, and, and pick up where they left off and who knows where this yeah, takes us. I thought about
0: that, but that's also a reason why, like, I didn't want to see it again. Okay. Just because it's been done a lot. But mm-hmm. I think that's a good reason. Um, I have Cobb beating Zachary once.
1: Yes. Same here.
0: For just all the reasons, like Cobb being huge on the indies cop being involved in just beating up a lot of people right
1: due to all his interferences and and beating up you know people not really just sticking to a storyline but just his storyline is i'm gonna kick everybody's ass right 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 and then because
0: he has the potential to face ar fox i have fox over xavier uh desmond xavier and like he's had some beef with ar fox yep so this is like a good way for them to meet all right we're on the same page there cool so the first round on the left side I the only different pick is Fitchett and Callahan between us, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you have, but um, we agreed on Kingston, Cobb, and Fox. Oh, okay. First, yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. left side, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And for those listening, you're going to have your chance to fill your bracket too, because yes, what are we doing?
1: Um, we are. We'll. We'll up through our twoheelsinterface.com. We'll have an article there, yep. With with this pod and right underneath it, we'll have an option for you to uh, download. Um, I think it's going to be either a Word file or just the printable. Okay. That you could just you know fill out with your friends and if you actually f- fill it out and and bring it to one of the shows and you see us, I'll buy you a beer.
0: Oh. You heard it here first. I'm a free beer, free water, you know, free beverage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah your straight yeah. edge water um, from Chris. Not from me. <laughs> no, maybe I'll do some too, but um, Chris is buying. But yeah, I think that's a good way for you to get involved and just join the combo. Fill yeah. out your bracket, tweet us, send it to us, let us send know, us et a et cetera. Picture, yeah. I wanted to say that now before, um, you know, because we're going to go through the whole bracket. Yeah, so like, for sure.
1: And we'll share ours too. We'll put, you know, our bracket up there. A hundred percent. All right. So, Cage versus Myron
0: Reed. Right, once again, I have Myron Reed. Myron Reed. Uh, just the same example as, like, a fidget. Like, this is your chance to showcase. Um, and then, like, because of a second-round matchup, I have, too. This yeah. is a chance to showcase a new guy and give him some, some victories.
1: So, uh I probably made my decisions based on a bit of a bias, <laughs> right? Okay. And I'll say that because between Penta and Elgin, I have Penta going over. And I would love to see Reed versus Penta.
0: Okay. I think that's a cool matchup. I have Reed and Elgin meeting in the second round because they probably have really good chemistry.
1: That, that's, yeah, that's also, you know, the student versus the teacher.
0: Student versus the teacher. You have a base versus a high flyer. Um, they probably spent a lot of time in the ring together, so that's what yeah. I have. And then Elgin, what a better way, again, to showcase Myron Reed and have Elgin put him over.
1: All right, I'm done with that.
0: So Reed would advance out the Elgin and Reed matchup.
1: Cool. Um, all right, ACH versus Kurt Stallion. I have ACH. I have ACH as well.
0: Just because, even though Kurt Stallion just made his AEW debut, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But this is his first Wait. Chicago, or Chicago-based a W, and again,
1: and maybe I, I started at some point, uh, just thinking ahead, right? Because then I I put up um, I between D J Z and Everett, I chose D J C because I would like to see A C H versus D J Z.
0: Yeah, I chose D J Z as well. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think it's saying something about him wrestling Cody, like yeah, I think they're putting maybe they're putting a lot more trust in D J Z to For kind sure. of have these big matches. Um, all right. Do you want to do the second round on the left side? All right. I have so this match would be Fitchett Kingston. I have Fitchett going over.
1: All right. I have Callahan Kingston, and I have Callahan going
0: over. Okay. because Callahan's in the semis for you, and yep. then Cobb beating A.R. A- Fox.
1: I have Cobb also beating A.R. Fox. Cool.
0: So on your left side in the semis so is, is
1: Callahan versus Cobb. Yeah. And who do you have? King? Oh, Callahan versus Cobb as well, right? No, Fitchett. Oh, Fitchett. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so on the other side, I have, as I said, I have Reed versus Penta, and Penta going over.
0: Okay, I have have Reed beating Elgin.
1: Okay, and then I have ACH versus DJC, and DJC going over.
0: Same. Yeah? DJZ beating ACH.
1: So your semi is?
0: My final four is on the left side is Mm Fitchett and Cobb, and on the right side is Myron Reed and DJZ.
1: Okay. I have Calhoun versus Cobb, and then Penta versus DJZ.
0: Okay, so pretty similar, right? Yeah, for the most part. Okay, um, so you have Cobb, I'm assuming Cobb versus Penta in the final. Cobb versus Penta. Okay, I have Cobb versus DJZ, and it's basically just it's just based on like DJZ wrestling Cody. I think like mm-hmm. I think I just think that was a huge spot to put him in. Yeah, and he and, delivered, and he delivered. So why not? And, like. Ach, I, I don't think so. Like he's, he's, I don't know. I feel like he's just he'll just be in the mid card. Um, there's no one kind of coming from that that bottom right corner of the bracket mm-hmm. that I see, except for DJZ. And I think right because Everett's also just getting back. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like him and Cobb once again, small guy and base. It's a good, it's a good, uh, co- a good combination. Big guy and small yep. guy. DJZ had that awesome big guy small guy match with Drew Galloway that people still talk about in Berwyn, right? So Cobb will have a chance to whip DJZ around the ring in the final, and I have Cobb going over and winning the JLM.
1: I have Cobb going over um, Penta. I think I think Cobb wins. Uh, We've seen, I guess, hints of this in Lucha Underground, right? As uh, uh,
0: Matanza versus Penta. Yeah. Um, that was that that was an ultimate lucha too. They wrestled. Yeah. So another yeah. reason why I had mm-hmm. Penta out first round is so he can defend his title the second night. That's smart. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well yeah, that's that's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I don't know who he will defend it. I know Phoenix is going up against Trevor Lee that uh first night. Night one, Yeah. Yeah. hmm Cool. So those are our predictions. Um again, we'll share um we'll share a bracket for you guys to fill out we'll share our brackets let us know what you think and it should be fun you're going night one i'll be
0: there both nights i'm only going night one Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go watch the bears hopefully mitch secure (laughs) mitch trubisky's first win in baltimore that's right going to maryland um did you watch the bears game last night uh, I did not get to catch it, though. No. Man, it was a. Even though we lost, it was a. It was a, like I, from an entertainment standpoint, it was a fucking fantastic, like crazy game. Yeah. Uh, because of like Mitch Trubisky starting, and did you know the story behind like? Uh, so he's. A, oh, they, I
1: filed ba- vaguely, but yeah. Okay. I'm so aware they of. traded
0: up to get him. There was a lot mm-hmm. of controversy. Now, people can't stand Mike Glennon, so get Glennon off the field to bring in Trubisky and he's doing like all right like we finally have somewhat of a, a passing game so uh-huh. he didn't ha- he didn't play he played well enough to win i think his teammates around him didn't play well uh but he ended up throwing a pick late we ended up losing 20 to 17 oh. uh but it was still like it gives ba- bears fans like me hope like bears fans are constantly we're constantly trying to attach ourselves to some glimmer of hope <laughs> every year yeah every year we're like you know what? This te- this team can go nine and seven. We can go nine. Like we can we can make the playoffs in nine and seven. And it's just well, like
1: Chicago team, um, the Chicago Fires in
0: the playoffs.
1: Cool. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, they're already qualified. I think their last um, it's either this weekend or the following weekend. Their last uh, regular season uh, game. Okay. So if available, we'll probably make it out there.
2: Nice. Um,
1: yeah. So it should be cool. Um, but yeah, I still I still yet have to go to a Bears game. Have not attended one ever. Yeah, so looking forward to that. But there's just too much wrestling, bro. We're there's just, just talking, too much. We're just wrestling. talking about all there's the shows that are coming up. Else. There's yep.
0: not enough. Um, so that's our JLM bracket. Looking forward to it as well. Last year's was really cool. Um, night one and night two are always very different from each other, despite like the same people wrestling. Uh, yeah. So to go to both of them, and we're gonna tweet out a bracket for you to. Print out, fill out. You could do it digitally. Just send it to us. Just please share it. That's yeah. like what t- social media and th- this podcast and is you for. Know us what? For sharing.
1: If you share Pop- it, make sure you do a hashtag #PushPaco.
0: Yes, do the hashtag
1: #PushPaco <laughs> #JLM. You know, hopefully by this time, um, as you heard in the interview, there will be some Paco merch coming. So hopefully we it's- get some sales for Paco and push Paco to the moon.
0: We're, and we're going to cease and desist you, Paco, if hashtag push Paco is on those shirts. <laughs> Bro. I'm just kidding. Take it. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But yeah, thanks for listening.
1: That's it, right? Are we taking it home? Yeah, that's it. Make sure uh, you follow us, tweet at us, talk to us on Twitter at two heels in a face. That's number two heels in a face. Uh, you can find Charlie at Chuck underscore Colorado. You can find me at Compadre
0: Chris. Before we go really quick. Oh, go for it. iTunes, SoundCloud. Before we go really quick. <laughs> toolsandface.com. Yes. We have more articles now. now. <laughs> we have a tab that says upcoming Chicago shows. Yes. This is so if you do a Google search for Chicago pro wrestling, excuse me, wrestling shows. Type that in your computer. Mm-hmm. You, the listener. The number one thing on there is number one uh, results. result is com. Yes. It's, uh, it's not very uh, aesthetically pleasing forum. Forum. But it's, uh, it's been website. around for a while. It's been around for a while. Inside of that forum is like these, there's these folders where they post really every, sh- sh- every show that's going on in the Chicagoland area. So we want to be, and with the help of you, the listeners, we want to create an environment where we do the same thing. So we're not sitting here saying don't don't go to chicagopros.com. If you do, that's fine. We're saying that if you want an alternative to the, that website and those forums, you can come to our website to where we will have post. We will post uh, upcoming Chicago wrestling shows. Now, we're in, some of these, like some of these, uh, I guess you could say, um, like there's some in Moni Illinois. Um, Mattoon, Illinois, zero one one USA, like I've never heard of that. So some of these lower – I don't want to say lesser, but some of these, uh, they're not known as well. Smaller promotions, you could say. Uh, We're probably not going to post a lot of articles about them. But what we did post, we posted for the new Zello Pro Show, November 12th. Yep. We posted an article for Freelance Underground October 27th. Shout out to that. There's going to be a costume contest. Um, And for Freelance Wrestling on on, uh, October 20th. Now, we didn't do JLM because – it's so close, and these shows are farther out. But there's going to be articles. You can comment on the articles too. So people like to comment on these forums. You can comment in the comment section to give your thoughts. And a lot of these, they just post like they'll post like the picture and some information, or excuse me, they'll just post like uh, they'll post like a poster, but then they'll post like some information as well. Like we have posters of the actual matches. We have podcasts that we've covered in the past. Like, we have a lot, and we're going to be putting videos on these. We have a lot more content is what I'm trying to say. So if you want a less smarky, because some, sometimes sometimes uh, we've heard stories of people getting, like, attacked in these comment sections, man. Oh, in the forums? In the forums. Yeah. So if you want kind of a less smarky, um, more content, little as- aesthetically pleasing way to just see, like, what shows are upcoming, we um, Go to our website and click the upcoming Chicago shows tab, and you can comment in the section there and give us your thoughts.
1: Yeah, for sure. we'll, we'll have uh, and we'll be updating regularly when matches uh, get announced and stuff. So yeah, um, should be good. You should be able to find us there, and uh, you know, leave us a comment if you're going. Let us know you're going, etc. Uh, yeah. All right. So that is it for us. Um, any closing remarks, Charlie?
0: We'll, we'll be at the JLM. And we'll be at, You'll be at uh, Freelance be the, Wrestling mm-hmm. October twentieth. We'll probably be at Freelance Underground October twenty seventh. Uh, if you see us, just say hi and join the conversation. That's all I got to say. Thanks for listening. Thanks.